What is going on, Grinders? It's Chief. It is Take Your Pick'em. We are live in the building. It's Monday, May 15th, 2023. So glad to come on and talk to you guys about today's slate. Uh, should be a good one. I am very excited about it. Not a lot of aces on this slate, but I think we have a lot of uh, good opportunities available to us. Thanks to everyone who's been joining in uh, throughout the week. Please come hang out. Hop in the comments, hop in the live chat. Let's talk, let's deliberate, and let's get some plays rolling that can put some money in your pocket. So uh, thanks, everyone, once again, for joining in. Of course, we're going to kick this show off with winning words of wisdom. And this one is coming from Ralph Waldo Emerson. And this one was really good. I, I, I really like this one today. And it says, what lies behind you and what lies in front of you pales in comparison to what lies inside of you. And so, look, you know, the thing is, man, if you want to be successful, if you want to be great, uh, everything is locked up on the inside. It takes fortitude. It takes discipline. It takes being responsible. It takes being accountable. And all of those things are internal factors that you can use to influence your life for the better, influence your life in a positive way. So, Kudos to Ralph Waldo Emerson. I think that's such a great quote. Don't worry about yesterday. Don't take thought for tomorrow. Focus on what you can do internally to continually improve your life on a daily basis. All right, let's get this thing kicked off. We're going to go over a quick recap uh, from Friday. Uh, and Friday did not uh, go as well. We had, we had three props on the border, three pick them. Uh, plays on the board that we had available to us that we like. We had JP France over K's or more than four and a half strikeouts. That did not go well at all, uh, or we did not get there. I don't say it didn't go well. We're close, but close does not count. We had Johan Oviedo more than 2.5 earned runs against, and I think that's the one that, that really just uh, – that one had me frustrated, folks, if I can just be quite honest with you. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Oviedo had – Gave up five or six hits, six or seven hits, something like that, and five or six walks, and only one run materialized out of that, and I think that was in the sixth inning. So things were on our side, just didn't work out. It is what it is. Uh, we did get one in the W column, and that was Mr. Uh, Mr. Perez, less than four and a half strikeouts against Oakland, and we took that one to the bank. And that's something I want you to keep that in your minds, folks. Oakland does not struggle as much against left-handed pitching as they do against right-handed pitching. So throughout the season, we've been we've been taking unders in terms of fantasy points and strikeouts uh, against pitching, and we'll see that throughout the season. Uh, so uh, I think if you just kind of keep that in the back of your mind, you guys know I kind of have this thing called the Blue Notebook. Uh, if you follow me for DFS, where I write down those little tidbits just to kind of keep my mind fresh and not forget some of those things, even though I am pulling up the data on a daily basis. So uh, once again, really like this slate today. I'm going to kick it off. We're going to start with a pitcher uh, that's fairly strong. That's Freddie Peralta. Freddie Peralta is coming in at five and a half strikeouts uh, across the industry. And so I really like that, that position. And so as we, we get rolling here, I will pull the screen share up shortly uh, because I do, th I do think this is going to be an advantageous prop for us. Uh, as we move along. Uh, what's going on, Jay Steele? My man Jay Steele's in the building. Richie Smalls is in the building. Thank you guys for coming to hang out. Uh, you know, and, and once again, as I say every day, 
If you are in your car and you can't see the screen, don't worry. I will be sure to go over all of the stats that we are taking a look at. And so let's let's look at Miss Falter now. This is the projected lineup today, so it's not quite the the actual lineup yet. Uh, we need it to come into fruition for us. But what I will say is we're seeing a fairly low strikeout team from the St. Louis Cardinals today. And so even though Freddie Peralta is at five and a half, he's got a 27% K rate, 8.2% walk rate, 4.08 XFIP. Look, I like Freddie as a pitcher. Don't get me wrong. But I think when you're seeing teams that are fairly low strikeout, do I think he can get five? Yes. Do I think he could finish with four? Absolutely. Uh, do I think he could finish with eight? He could, but I think that's the less likely scenario. And so when we look at uh, what Freddie has done here against fairly low strike, lower strikeout teams, the Dodgers, he had five strikeouts. Boston, he had four strikeouts. And San Diego, which this was a lot earlier, this was in April, uh, but still he had five strikeouts in that matchup. Point being, you know, I'm expecting uh, the St. Louis Cardinals to perform today. 20.2% for Newt Bar, 20.6% for Goldschmidt. 25% for Gorman, 22% for Arenado. Will, uh, Contreras at 17%. Donovan, 15%. DeYoung, 17%, which is which is incredible, really, because DeYoung's typically a fairly high, high strikeout guy, or at least he has been. But sitting at 17% is fantastic for him. Burleson at 8.8%. And Tommy Edmond, who's actually one of my favorite players for the St. Louis Cardinals, at 16.1%. So I think when you, when you combine these lower K rates, with what we're going to see from Freddie. Once again, Freddie's been pitching fine, but I, I think they're going to limit the damage here. Another thing that we're going to look at, Freddie is mostly fastball in terms of primary pitches, okay? Roughly 55% to both sides, pretty much. And so when we look at that, he is pretty high velocity, sitting around 94. The contact rates aren't exactly where we want them to be. But once again, I think that's going to be neutralized with the lower K rates overall. So do like St. Louis. Uh, so I like Freddie Peralta at five and a half strikeouts. I do like less than that projection. I think most of the, uh, most of the projection systems are going to agree. Like if I pull up, uh, well, I won't worry about it. If I, if I were to pull up fantasy labs, I think he's around five and some change. So I, I really like that one. We're going to move to our next prop. And uh, this one is, this one is very interesting uh, for me today. It's Hunter Green, and I do see that we have a question from uh, Richie Smalls, and Richie's saying, do we like Hunter, the over for Hunter Green on the strikeouts? And let's let's go over that, Richie. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cover that for him now. That's actually not the prop that I'm going to attack right now, but I do like the over, and here's why. So with Hunter Green, Hunter Green doesn't have an issue getting strikeouts. So that's that's the interesting thing. He's never had an issue getting strikeouts. What he has an issue with is does he make it through the inning? So you probably already know where we're headed. But on the season, Hunter Green, 29%. Uh, I will say CJ Crone is going to be out for a little while with a little injury. And so at the top of the lineup, we won't see anything that's that's terribly high, but we do get 31% from McMahon, 31% from Gritchick, 20% from Trejo, 25% uh, from Tovar. And when we look, 33% to lefties, 24% to righties. And so I, I think McMahon is going to be one of those strikeouts. And I even think Profar Blackman uh, could, could definitely K here. Harold Castro could absolutely K as well. Uh, so I think with Hunter Green and what we're seeing, remember, he's he's very high velocity, right? So when we, we pull up these numbers, high velocity fastball, excuse me, click 94 to 96. Let's go. He's above there. 
Good contact numbers for this team. Whiff rates aren't incredible, but we don't have a lot of power here, folks. We, we just we just don't see it. And so I think this materializes into Hunter Green. If I had to side with it at five and a half strikeout, I'm going to side with the over. I did see around the industry, I think, where Hunter Green was at six and a half on Vivid, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was Vivid. I'd, I'd, I'd for sure be siding with the under there. Uh, in my humble opinion, but at five and a half, I, I definitely think we side with the over. However, that's not the prop we're going to attack today. The prop we're going to attack for Hunter Green, if you've been a part of the Hunter Green experience, he's at 17 pitching outs, and that was on that was on prize pitch, so that was what I really liked. At 17 pitching outs, folks, we're going with the under, under here. So here's the thing about Hunter Green. Hunter Green can pick up the Ks. He's going to get erratic in this game at some point, I believe. Now, once again, if you've been in the prop shop, I know how this feels, folks. Or if you haven't been in the prop shop, it is the Colorado Rockies, and they've been dreadful uh, almost all season. It feels like Rich Hill's gotten the best of them. All types of pitchers have gotten the best of them, which is why, once again, I think Hunter Green at five and a half strikeouts, I think he's going to go more than that projection. However, for the 17 pitching outs, we're asking Hunter Green to get to a, a, a quality start of six innings or, well, a quality start. Let me clear it up. A quality start is actually six innings with three earned runs against or less. So, it, but in terms of completing six innings, we're asking Hunter Green to complete six innings, which is not something that he does pretty frequently because he does have a walk issue. He does get erratic, right? And so I think in this particular situation, even though he's facing the Rockies who have been awful, I think they have enough patient hitters at the top to make him work some. I think he gets the strikeouts, but I'm, I do not think he makes it six innings. So we're going to go with less than the projection of 17 pitching outs for Mr. Hunter Green. Now, listen, folks, if you've been here, you know, we've kind of been treading water a little bit. I think we're about to go to the moon. I think it's about to be clear skies and sunny days for all of you that have been hanging out. And for those of you that are into sunny days, listen, folks, you want to kick off the new year with gear built to last. And that's from our good friends, Shady Rays, who have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customized snow goggles, and so much more. Let me tell you a little bit more about Shady Rays. They are an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. Th that's not all, folks. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by a lost and broken replacement guarantee. If you lose or break your pair, folks, if you lose or break, that's incredible. Even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you make the purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated. This is good, folks. I love companies that are that donate money. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love the Shady Ray sunglasses, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within the first 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Ray's. Their team always has your back. Now, folks, if you're interested in getting in on some of the Shady Ray sunglasses for the bright sunny days we're about to experience here on, on the Pick'em Show, exclusively for listeners 
Plug in the code grinders. Use that code. You're going to get 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try it for yourself. The shades that are rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Folks, let's move on to our last play of the day. This one is going to be a bat, and he's facing what I'm what I'm going to consider almost a gas can. He's not a complete gas can, but almost a gas can. As we move, we're going to the San Diego Padres. They get to face Mr. Keller today, who's sitting here with a 16.3% K rate, a 5.84 X foot. Folks, don't look now. An 18% walk rate, and he gets to face none other. This is a repeat customer, Mr. Juan Soto. Love Juan Soto today. 292 ISO, 438 Woba, 17.2% K rate, and a 21.3% Walk rate. Folks, Juan Soto should take Brad Keller to the cleaners, not to be confused with Mitch, who's been exceptional this season. Brad Keller, folks, gas can almost. He's approaching serious gas can level. Shout out to my friend, Pepsi7. Love you, brother. Listen, folks, Juan Soto is sitting at one and a half hits, runs, RBIs, if I'm not mistaken. Last I checked on underdog. I love that on prize picks, folks, at seven and a half fantasy points. I think Juan Soto is one of the best bat plays on the day. Get get Juan Soto in those cards. Seven and a half strike. I mean, seven and a half fantasy points. I like more than that projection for prize picks. As we look at what Keller's going to mostly be throwing, it really doesn't matter. Juan Soto is really not a high strikeout guy anyway. So fastball, he's going to see that one about forty four percent, right? And let's look at these numbers for Juan Soto: eighty one percent contact rate. 593 ISO, 644 Woba, 64% hard hit rate. He's going to be seeing the sinker around 27% of the time, roughly. Look at these numbers for Juan Soto, folks. 94% contact rate. Now, this one's going to be on the ground. But once again, for hitters that hit the ball on the ground a ton, especially lefties, I'm not as concerned this season because of the shift rules, right? So some of the hits last season that they may have tried to poke through between the first and second base, because of the shift, they may not, those may not have become singles. In this new MLB era, one of those hits could easily become a single that gets poked through first and second base. I love Juan Soto today, and hopefully he comes through for us in a big way. So let's go over a quick recap of what we're looking at today. We've got Freddie Peralta, five and a half strikeouts. We want less than that projection across the industry. We've got Hunter Green at 17 pitching outs. We want less than that projection across the industry. If you can get him at 17.5, that's sensational. We did have a question about Hunter Green at the five-and-a-half strikeout mark, I think, and I'm going to lean with over on that one, but that's not going into the official documented plays. That was just a question from a listener, but I did want to bring that up. And then we've got Juan Soto. If we can get fantasy points on underdog, hopefully he comes in around eight, eight and a half. I still like it. But as of right now, we've got one and a half hits, runs, RBIs. I like more than that projection for the underdog. And then for prize picks, we've got Juan Soto at seven and a half uh, fantasy points. I like more than that projection. You've been t- you've been tuned in to take your pick them. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. We will see you tomorrow, folks. Be breezy.